Try again. <laughs> just talking to yourself. <laughs> Unless you're listening. Oh my to god, this. they're back. <laughs> Unless you're listening to this back to back, the joke's on you. I guess we're just going with this right now. Welcome to Talk Comics to me. Uh, I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield, and I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> it's we can't hear it right now, but I'm sure it's great. I am. I'm you know, talking. I've, I've heard it before. It's good. It's good. It's a good voice. Uh, we're here again. Late. Late. Uh, we are just now recording on August 5th. Like, what? August 30th? Or July 30th's books? August 30th. Oh, my God. You really <laughs> want to be in the future, dude. Yeah, I do. Uh, it is... Oh, my God. Where's my month view? There we go. It was the 29th. The 29th. Okay. 29th. Um... So yeah, it's we're just going back in time. I'm gonna talk to you about these books that we got because we felt like you probably wanted to know. We uh, we love talking about these books, and we know you love watching us, number one fans, and all that. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. Talk about them. We're here. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I have the Modern Frankenstein. This is issue number four. There is one more left of this series. This is just about a modern day. Sorry, I just realized it was in the title again. Um, a, a modern telling uh, Frankenstein as if he was just a doctor in today's times. Uh, the main character, Elizabeth, is in love with him, and she is working on all of this these experiments that he is doing. She's trying to um, figure out she, trying to figure out what's best for her when it comes to this guy. She's defended him this whole time, but she realizes he's more than he is. Kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Not kinda. He is an actual piece of shit. Um, mm. With just like a really unbuttoned shirt so she doesn't see it, I guess. I don't know. I mean... I would have seen it from the first Seen an unbuttoned shirt, like, I would also be like, I don't know, maybe you're not evil. On a white man that looks like this with the last name Frankenstein? No oh, yeah. way. Well, I mean, no way. We have, we have previous knowledge. I'm, I'm gonna assume that the novel Frankenstein was not, like, written during this time. Okay, that's fair, but I would also say anyone with the last name Frankenstein is sus as fuck, because that is a weird last name. Not common at all. What are you fucking the last name police here? No, but I'm doing it with the bias still. I'm trying not to, but you know, it's Frankenstein. (laughs) So last name police. It's ingrained in my head. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna just move us on. Just do it. Uh, this is vinyl. This is issue number two. Just a murderer helping, trying to help save his FBI agent that's following him after he gets kidnapped. His by, assigned agent. Yeah. There we go. I don't know. Like, what do I call this? I don't know. Professional terms. Uh, after the FBI agent is kidnapped, kidnapped. Oh, Jesus kidnapped. Christ. <laughs> Gotta write that down for the uh, books. Uh, kidnapped by a cult that is very scary. So he's putting together a team of killers to go take on the cult and save the agent. Kidnapped. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh, but blood, lots of blood. It's real good. I really like the art. Is it technically horror? Yeah, it is definitely okay. technical. Okay. I would say it's like a slasher. Okay, cool. If I were to try to put it in a genre, definitely slasher. Lots of knives. Because I got the feeling also that it could like, be like a shit. thriller, which isn't really horror, but kind of at the same time. Yeah, no, it's definitely like a slasher. Like, okay. This dude's just getting... Yeah, dude. Oh, sh- that's so cool. So, yeah. And I looked up what the definition of a slasher was, so I'm feeling pretty confident in my my a statement. Spree killer. 
right? No. Like, like well, or what? Well, what is determined well, like for slasher. slasher films? Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, it is like not necessarily necessarily a spree killer, but like someone who's like murdering with like a knife, a chainsaw, like things like that. Okay. Nature. Cool. Nature. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is orcs. 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 Is that? You said that was the last one. This is That's the last one. maybe the last issue. At least this is, as far as we know, number six is the last issue. I have not read that yet, but we both get it. Yeah, and I loved it. It's cute. It's a little nice uh, adventure tale. And I don't know. I really liked the way it finished. Nice. I had fun. I'm kind of sad. I really liked it, too, from the ones that I had read. Um, I'm going to have to. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll you'll, get it. You'll get it I'll yeah. read it. I'll read it. Okay, I have Black Widow. This is issue number nine. This is just Yelena and Natasha working to take down Ap- Apogee. Apogee. I still don't know how to pronounce it. I know how it's spelled. Um, but they recruit um, a scientist that had worked there, um, explain to him what this evil organization is doing, and he agrees to help them. So there's some death. There's some revival, you know? It's a classic Black Widow story. All right, got on my next little adventure tale. Um, this is Headlopper. This is uh, volume four, uh, four of four, or issue 16, but this is told in like little volumes, which is really cute. I like it. Um, I love Headlopper. I think it's just like a really good story. They have come across some names of some people that they may need to take out, and that's... That's all I gotta say about Headlopper, just because it is a book oh, that is... I love that. Yeah. A book that's been going on for so long, and it's just... There's something really good about it. How often do they... Come, like, I know it says quarterly for the issues, but how often do the volumes come out? Dude, it's hard to say. Because I feel like this was a book... I think Chris started getting the issue number one hold on i'm just gonna look this up really fast since we have time anyway um because i'm curious because i didn't start reading this until way later like in i think i started picking it up in single issues the last volume Mm -hmm. and that wasn't and that was just because i finally was like oh i'll read one in volumes one and two because they are pretty thick Mm mm-hmm um, image, headlopper. So, it looks like, oh my gosh, where's, where's number one? You're never gonna get it? No, cause like, it's like, where's the first issue? You have to go to the actual comic. So, looks like 26, June 2016 is when the first volume ended. Oh, okay. And then it started back up again in March of 2017. So okay. So, like, a, like, a year. And then... 20, like, every year? Yeah, 20, December 20th, 2017. And then the third story arc came out September 12th, 2018. And then this one, uh, the newest story arc started... December 16th, 2020. Okay, so yeah, that, that makes sense. Say it's quarterly a, and then at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, that math is not adding correctly. <laughs> I'm so confused, but okay. Yeah, so sense. it's just like, yeah, kind of a year between each little thing. 
but yeah, but you're also yeah getting each quarterly, yeah. so it, yeah, it does come back. I was trying to take that into kind account of, yeah. too. I was like, four issues a year every year. That's <laughs> not right. <laughs> All right, but yeah, great book, really good adventure, adventure story, more adventures. Let's go. <laughs> this is the Witcher. This is an adventure. This is the Witcher's lament. This is a. Uh, Armanji, he brings the, he rescues, rescues the girl, but he doesn't feel like the whole story was told to him, so he continues his investigation. And what he finds out, he does not like. It is shocking. And he finds out he is not on the best side of this. Mm -mm. I felt really bad, but also just like, he's literally just trying to help, you know, like, just be honest with him. Yeah, but I suppose that's the thing when you're just like, your whole goal in life is just to make money and kill monsters. You're not really like, what are the details of this case? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. You're more just like, like when you're playing The Witcher, you're like, of course I'll go kill some hags for you. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> Where are these water hags? Just point me in the direction I need to go. <laughs> Show me on the map. <laughs> give me half the money now and then half the later. <laughs> that's, or, that's or, what give, or give me more. Yeah. My rule would be half now, half later, just to ensure that I actually do it. It's incentive for me to get it done because you know, if I don't have incentive, I'm just gonna be like, mm, I just don't really wanna do it anymore. <laughs> I know I said I would, but I just don't wanna do it anymore, so sorry. I am really glad that I started picking up these Witcher, Witcher books because I do really like them quite They're a bit. They're really good. Yeah. It, like I told you, I think this one is par- probably my favorite story because the story itself is really good, but it's the art mm-hmm. that is the just- The art is great. It's the theme for mm-hmm. the day. Okay, so now we have together Barbaric. This I, is, I have it. This is issue number two. Um, so Owen, right? That's our mm-hmm. Owen is on a little, I guess, quest basically now with with a necromancer trying to find some 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 evil deck guys, evil dudes. He's trying to help her because the axe demands it. Yeah, this book's a lot of fun. I love it. I'm I'm very pleased with it. And there is only one issue left. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a three issue series. If it's it's all so much fun. Yeah, it is it is really fun and it, I think it does a, a really great job for even just like the quickness of it. It is a fairly thick book, but a, a very good job of just like telling the story that you're getting and then just like bringing it all together in a very like full way even though it's only going to be like three issues mm-hmm. i don't know it says to be concluded but is there like going to be more i hope so yeah because it is one of those you know you've the story the character itself has been told like a million times but it's its own twist on it and it mm-hmm. actually is very interesting and unique so i and i do really like the like the art and colors oh, yeah. quite a bit because they are not something you would necessarily think of when you're thinking of this type of story either so i i really think that's cool it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun remember that used to be my theme like it's just fun yeah it's fun i do yeah Yeah. i do remember that i've been here with you a while it's been we've been we've been doing this three years this year yeah I can't, I can't. I'm just going to talk about this. Um, <laughs> this is You Promised Me Darkness. This is issue number four. Um, I am one issue behind on this, so I haven't read this. But this is the story of um, this is Holly's... This is the story of a girl. This is, this is uh, about <laughs> um, Holly's comet. When it passed overhead, uh, a bunch of people gained powers. Um and a group of those people with powers are trying to kill the other people who got powers for 
total power domination. Um, All right, Dennis. Um, I did, from the couple issues that I've read from this, I do really enjoy it. Um, art's not my not my bag, but it, I don't really care in this point. So it's, the story itself is interesting enough for me because it's one that I've never Hold read on, anything like it. Can I like say it. this really fast? Mm-hmm. Is it not your bag, baby? It's not my bag, baby. By the way, <laughs> I discovered that there was a novelization of the Austin Powers movies. Um, Why is that even necessary? I, you better believe I screenshot it. it. This happened today. What are the odds <laughs> that that would happen today? I've Kis- gone the wrong. It's, it's kismet. <laughs> gone the wrong shagging way austin thought to himself groovily austin stopped the cart and attempted to turn around however dr evil's dastardly corridor walls were too close together to make a u-turn that was one of my favorite scene in the entire movie so austin had to think fast he turned a little one way then reversed a little then turned then reversed on and on for four minutes until the cart he was driving was perfectly wedged perpendicularly between the unsexy walls yeah baby said nobody since this was not good (laughs) I just needed to read that to you because I could not handle <laughs> my life. <laughs> what the hell? How do I own that? Can I own that? Is I'm going to I'm going to look it possi- up. Cuz what I want to do someday is just read the novelization of Austin Powers into a microphone just very deadpan. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, going to you Yeah, I'm, baby. <laughs> I'm going to look it up because once I read that, I couldn't believe it and unsexy walls yeah we need to uh we need to research this and we need Uh, to do it okay do you want to go back to uh, it's my turn yeah i got got distracted um this is daredevil this is issue number 32 things are starting to heat up uh matt murdoch is in prison doing prison stuff that's stupid sentence uh he's trying to solve the like solve a mystery in the prison of like what's actually happening why there are prisoners going missing or getting hurt and then Electra is dealing with bullseye and that shit is wild bullseye <laughs> uh I, I really i really really like this book quite a bit the next issue comes out fucking next week yeah next week i just looked at the invoice and oh because that was two this is yeah two weeks, two weeks ago. ago okay i was like well that seems so weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was two weeks ago but yeah it's just it's so good um i you know chichetto isn't Right, that's his name. Uh, isn't on the art right now, but I still, oh yeah, I still like the art. It's uh, Mike Cawthorn, but it's just obviously different. But mm-hmm. I think he does a really good job. Still, I really like his bullseye quite a bit and the way he looks. I like her no eyes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is Daredevil. I this is a book that I would suggest, especially for any Daredevil fans, even if you're just like kind of loosely a daredevil fan maybe i've read like a few daredevil books and you're just like yeah i like this dude because that's i'm me. like light daredevil yeah that's, that's well that's like myself like yeah. i hadn't read a daredevil book in a very long time when i picked this up excuse me and i feel like i still should go back and do so because i know there's some runs i would really like to read or reread because i can't remember what i read in the past because that was in like 2005 and it's been 16 years now. We need to stop talking about time because it's stressing me out. I don't understand. So I don't, I don't remember those stories that like really like made me enjoy this character. But I do really like this story and I'm not disappointed. I'm really glad I picked it up. And I love my boy Chip Zdarsky. Best friend. Best friends. Best friendship. Okay, so now we have um, Batman, Detective. 
1039? Yeah. Is it? 1040. 1040. So close. I said yes, so I'm sorry. That was my bad. I Did I read this whole thing? Yeah, I did actually read both stories of this. Did you? I don't think I... Yes, yes, I did read both of them. Because usually I stop at the first Yeah, that's story. why I, I like questioned it, because I was like, wait a minute. Um, Bruce Wayne is spending some time behind bars, um, and people are still working against him. Yeah, that's that's really it. Yeah. Just some Batman stuff. It's classic Bat detective. But once again, that boy, that boy Dan Mora, just gets up every morning and fucking slays some art like a goddamn... Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Art. He fucking, he wakes up, he feeds his kid breakfast, and then he kills the entire world with that. Does he have a child? How he has you, two. How do you know this? Instagram. I just discovered this like a couple days ago because it blew my mind. Unless, no, Dan Mora, you don't have children in my mind. I couldn't, he didn't. He's so young. He looks so young. that I. He looks like a little baby to me. That When I saw it, I was like, no. Not possible. Come on. Thanks. Me, my two sons, and my nephew. Oh, well, that's really cute. Yeah. And they're all in Spider-Man suits. Yeah, I loved it. I like that a lot. That's really great. I still just cannot believe it, though. That boy... Yeah, um, man, he's a man. He's yeah, not he's just kids. He's a straight-up man. Oh, um, man. But yeah, I know. Dan Mora just... Let, let me use the word now. Slaughters slaughters the art every time mm. every book he's in i feel like he just goes so hard and it's it's great he from- doesn't have to do this to us yeah he doesn't have to he chooses to because that is the kind of man that dan mora is he is a gentleman just i think i feel i feel almost blessed i mean i feel blessed being on this earth with a lot of really great I, yeah. artists but like dan mora is an artist i do feel very blessed uh, like being on this earth with and being able to like the same time yeah even same it's time. even interesting like with his batman because it's one of those things where it's just like you he makes batman just look so good just like so so good just like the way he's drawn even when he's in the bat suit it's just like it's so slick and smooth i have a text from derek that i would like to share because it, it's just it's really good and relatable and okay this was Wednesday, July 28th, 809 p.m. I could look at Dan Mora drawing Batman taking off his mask forever. I agree. That is just, I, I don't want to get into how much I love Dan Mora. You guys already know he's my number one artist we, every year. We also just, we just went on a little rant about Dan Mora now. But yeah, it's just, that's if you ever pick up a book, make sure Dan Mora's name is on it. If you, you want to have like a, just a phenomenal time, that's the way to do it. It can be anything anything he could draw the art for anything and i'd be like cool i'm read. i read a book about santa claus because he did the art for it are you kidding me <laughs> and also make sure uh i mean i think the perfect pairing with colors is tamra honestly mm-hmm. like tamra's mm-hmm. art or tamra's colors with his art just are too good it's Why don't just you like just read, once in future? <laughs> yeah. just read once in future because i was just gonna say and you know what you, you want to add to that Karen Gillen's writing. <laughs> Just read once in future. You'll you'll thank us. All right. And <laughs> so we'll just go on now. Yeah. Uh, this is Strange Adventures. This is issue number eleven. This story is wrapping up. We've figured out what's been happening, or like the mystery aspect of this uh, 
I feel like you said you had, you had more good things to say about this for me. This I just liked the confrontation. I that's I said this I like this one more than probably any other issue that I've read and it's strictly because of the confrontation because I like the dynamic between the two of them where we thought for a while that she was calling all the shots that she was doing mm-hmm. everything and I think that really shows it to a point here because he is still acting like a scared little piss baby <laughs> but it I mean turns out he was just like he is a little piss baby is what it is yeah. but I just <laughs> I like that she wasn't putting up with it like she she is very i don't want to use aggressive but i just like her as a woman a lot as like a wife as a mother like i just i feel like that's how people are supposed to react i just like the way that was captured okay uh i I had to get that out no that's fine i just i was i was just gonna be really quick about what i had to say because i'm I'm glad you said all that before i I come in and say what i have to say because Mm -hmm. that whole fight just felt like i was watching a soap opera it Mm -hmm. felt really one-dimensional and didn't feel like it had weight behind it but not enough oh i didn't i didn't like the conversation i i just liked how she reacted to it like i just I'm not a mother, so I don't know how I would, but if I was married to a little piss baby like that and he tried coming at me with that when I knew better, I'm sure I would react the same way. Like, you fucking loser, diaper baby, tell me what's real. Uh, yeah, I I just, like, I think that's kind of been my whole problem as I, like, I take in the book is, like, it, it does feel, like, kind of one-dimensional even mm-hmm. though it's trying to give itself depth. Once again, I can't say enough good things. Like, I today is the theme is art it's art it's just beautiful art um, being satisfied yeah the beautiful art in this story is like i do love the nature of how this story is told Mm -hmm. with the different like art styles and mitch gerards sorry gerards i'm gonna fuck up your name gerards 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 Gerards. we can't Uh, say anything (laughs) we're bad today uh, I think this scene and the emotions that he puts into these characters is just so good. And I think the style that he uses for like this issue and this particular book is, you know, so much different than like other things he does. And I do think the Doc Shiner stuff is just does balance out the story in such a way where it just feels so full. And that is one of my like. I don't like this book. I'm gonna be like very honest. Yeah, it's, I, it's not, not my. It's not a book. It's not that my I, bag, baby. Yeah, yeah, it is not my bag, baby. Uh, but I, I absolutely love the art. Like every time, and I do. Even though I'm mad at myself for collecting both covers, like I've said before, just like going through all those covers in my box, it's just so satisfying because even they balance themselves out in such a really, really great way, which is not something a lot of books do with like their A and B covers like mm-hmm. that. And I just love that. I do, I do love that. And I it is very disappointing that I don't like this book. And I think too with this issue, like I said earlier to you this week, is just the the cutting out of the cursing. Yeah, I completely the, forgot about that because it's been a minute since we talked about it. I yeah. But it's such Grow a dis- up. it's such a distraction when it's such a major part of the dialogue it's mm-hmm. not just something like that is said like they don't just curse one or twice they curse like so much and the gravity of the situation is insane and i know that we we cuss a lot and i cuss in everyday life quite a bit i'm family but- friendly <laughs> you're the one that cusses uh but it's just 
there's no reason to not have it here. Like there is absolutely no reason not to include it in this book. It it's not coming off and it won't come off in such a way. It, it's a black label book. Yeah, I didn't just, even like. Like I said, it just doesn't hold the weight. It's yeah. like if I said, if I was just so angry with you that I am willing to just throw a glass in the, on the wall and just say, oh, F you. You Point know? a gun at you, you freaking yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the weight's not there. And yeah. I think that does a disservice to the story. That's fair. That's just my take. I'm That's sorry I, I went on that for a minute. It's fine. I don't want to talk about that book anymore, though. I think I just, Because like, I think we got out how we felt. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've had a time to, like kind of sit with it and then like come back at it like mm-hmm. this so i did no i like i said i just feel like it's important to even talk about this book because fuck dude it's been 11 issues i've bought two covers for all of these uh it's just egg on, I mean, egg on my face the it's one of my favorite sayings i love that so much every time you say it it's like <laughs> hearing it for the first time it's so good uh Okay. <laughs> this is a uh, shadow service. This is issue number ten. This is the last one I'm going to read of this. This is the last one's story arc. I'm taking it off. I like it just fine. I just don't. I just don't really care uh, anymore about the story. Um, so, with that, uh, this is the uh, conclusion of this story arc. Um, the main character, which I can never remember her name, of course, um, she solves the mystery and then just because she has nothing, I don't know, it seems like she thinks she has nothing better to do. She joins the MI666 after they just like tried to kill her and stuff. So she joins their team. I think it's because it's, it's protection for her and because she is good at what she does. Um, there's more to it than that, but I just don't really want to spoil it because I think if you do enjoy this type of story, which is like magic, horror, James Bond. Um, it is good. It's, it's, it was a lot of fun. It was very interesting. But I just, again, just don't, I don't want to read anymore because I got what I wanted from it. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, okay. So I have Made in Korea. This is issue number three. Our young robot friend, she is making friends with some really bad human teenage boys, and it is very stressful. Uh, I really do enjoy this book. I do like the art and the colors quite a bit. I like the dynamics, especially of her learning to be human and finding the absolute like wrong influences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... I know this book is going to be on a hiatus for a minute just because the artist got COVID. Oh, dang. Wear so, your masks, dude. So that wasn't to say that. The no, artist no. Wasn't, but. but so I am, <laughs> I am kind of bummed out because the way this ended, I was like, like, kind of want to know what happens here because mm-hmm. lots of shit's happening. But yeah, good little story. Is this team Korean? Um, honestly, this is something I have not looked into. I know that Jeremy Holt is... I just, like, thought about that. Like, how cool would that be if they were... They are Asian. Okay. Let me look him up really fast since we're we're on, you know, any time. 
He does not tell, or they do not tell. Let me, me. see. <laughs> Let me see that flag. Oh, yes. 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 We got that. They they are Korean. The author. Okay. Well, that's that's good at least. And then George Shaw. They are Brazilian. Okay. So good. Just in case you wanna, just in case you wanna know, I needed that. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's Made in Korea. I, I like I said, I enjoy that book. It's just a robot being sent to a family that has been enhanced in a way to become more human. More human than even humans, maybe. It's a girl. It's a little, little, little child. Little child. All right, you ready mm. for this? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so this is... The last book you'll ever read. This is issue number one. This, I got this book. Um, I, I'll preface this with, I usually don't ever get any Colin Bunn books. And this was one of those books that Vault hyped up quite a bit. I think it was Col- because it's Colin Bunn on a Vault book. So it was one of those things where I was like, fine, I'll, I'll give it a chance. We'll see what it's all about. Um, I know this author or this artist did something recently I just read. Oh, Mom. I'm pretty sure that's the same same person who's on Mom. This is about a an author who writes a book that kind of just takes over the world. Yeah, and takes over the makes world. Makes people go feral. So this reminded me of um there's this book, it's called um Hater. Like, the, it's a three-book series. I can't remember what the author's name is. It's not, like, they don't read a book and then become feral, whatever, but there's, like, this thing that happens to them where they are just filled with, like, so much rage that they attack certain, that people that, that don't have that same, I don't want to say illness, but affliction. They have the same affliction, so they slowly, because it doesn't hit everyone at once, it just mm-hmm. hits slowly, and then it starts spreading, and that's how the haters like start taking over the world is because they're killing everyone that doesn't have that same thing okay that's what that reminded me of except that book was actually really good (laughs) i know by the name it doesn't sound like it would be but it's just it was very very good but this just the same kind of concept but i just didn't it it seemed pretty pretentious it felt flat that's for sure i think that I can't, I mean, I guess it's part of the problem is I read this last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while since I read this. Um, but I, yeah, it just didn't, yeah, I, I guess pretentious is kind of the right word, but I don't, I don't know if that's what I felt out of it as much as just like I was expecting something more yeah. out of it because it's also, you know, it's it's like zombies. It's like anything in this sort of realm of storytelling where it's been done so you have to make it more than yeah. that and i think with this give it your own kind of twist i suppose it it being a book is one of those aspects but i just wasn't i wasn't a huge fan of it either i like the art quite a bit but i did not necessarily like the story i like i told you i did order the second issue just because i was curious enough to see if maybe it would like balance balance itself out uh so we'll see like i'll get the second issue we'll really see i know that one of our other friends really 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 liked it 
Uh, so I think, you know, it's one of those things that it can be different for everybody. It's just kind of how you take in it, take yeah. it in. And maybe I was just like, that gnat just went like right up my <laughs> nose. Um, I, I might be feeling a little biased just because like I have a weird love hate relationship with Colin Bunn. You Mostly, and me both. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I did, I did like regression for what it was, but mm-hmm. that's like the only one that I read completely through um the eden one shot yeah i just think and i think like for me i feel like he he doesn't really hook you in with a number one Mm -hmm. and that's really a like granted that is a hard thing to do i I will say that like i don't think it's but it can be done yeah and i think it well and it's hard when the comic yeah 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 i don't want to get into that very much mm -hmm. but i just don't think he hooks you in with a number one and then once the story kind of gets building, you just don't care. Yeah. And then the ending, personally, is just never that great. Because, I mean, he can clearly, like, write a good story. And he if he has an issue to do it, he can. Because I did like Eden. Yeah, no, I liked Eden that was one great, a lot. yeah. But that was also, like, everything was just the, right there for did you. Did you read The Damned? The I did. Yeah, and that was another yeah. book I really liked. I, I completely forgot that he did that. Yeah, I did. The Damned. That one was... I really like that one, too. Fuck. Yeah. Because Chris, when we watched The Empty Man, was like, don't you like Colin Bunn? And I was like, I think, like, I just... There's some books of his I really like, but then it's... Even then, it's like, I know I read The Damned. I've read so many of his, like, number one issues, and mm-hmm. then I just... There were twos, and then I fell off. And then I liked the beginning of Regression. Mm-hmm. And then I had, like, I did not enjoy regression by the end of that first story arc it was yeah. just like done and again a lot of it might have just been you know because of the art like maybe that's why i was like yeah i still like it like i don't know how much i like the story because it's been years since i read it mm-hmm. but i just know that i read it from beginning to end because i liked it enough yeah but yeah i don't know there was something that just really missed me with that book Yeah, no, same i just, I like... just was reading it like this and I was like, I was honestly going into it thinking I'd really like it. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, this will be really good. Like, especially with, like, Eden. You, you said you had read that Phantom Scan book. And, like, oh, I've yeah, really I... been enjoying that for the mm-hmm. most part. But, like, yeah, I did not. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I feel like it could really just be, like, the the anger, rage, like, yeah, feral aspect mm-hmm. of it. Just like, okay, dude, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's this. Edgy, you know? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I have Money Shot. This is issue number 13. Um, the group is split up, um, and one or two of the members of the group are on this alien planet of aliens who hunt humans because apparently their meat's really good. Hmm. Tasty. Um, so the other half of the group is trying to figure out like where exactly they are to save them. Less sex in here, so I just wasn't really... Whatever. I didn't care for it. No bone in. I don't want to read it. You can't say money shot without giving me one. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, okay. Um, I have something is killing the children. This is issue number 18. Just fucking chugging along in this book. Uh, Erica is going on her... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Introduction, entrance... Her test to get initiation there we go did it i won. just had to say some other synonyms we got there uh initiation to get into the house of slaughter so it's good just good this pledge week yeah with fucking giant scary monsters but yeah uh we're introduced to a new character in this issue somebody we've never met before 
which I thought was cool. I really, once again, I can't suggest this book enough either. I really, really love it. I love the story. Uh, I love the art because the art is just fantastic. fantastic. It just fits, it fits really well with like the horror aspect of what they're going for. And I feel like I say this every time I talk about this book, but I feel like it's important to like touch on because I really didn't think I was going to like it after the first issue. Like, I, like I felt when they were like, oh, they're monsters. And I'm just like, well, that's stupid. It's a story that builds. Yeah. But I think that once you get into the twists and turns and the other aspects of the story, it, that's what it's more so about. And it is... It is a horror book, but it's hard to describe in that like way too, because I think there's more to it than just horror. Uh, and I, I think it is again like one of those things where this story arc here is something you can just like pick up without having to go back and read those other issues. Though I would most definitely suggest that. But if you're just like, oh, I don't know if I'll like this story, it's something where you can just go back to, I think, issue 14 or 13 is where the story arc starts. Mm-hmm. And it's something where you don't have to know anything. You just can read. You can just go and you can learn about, like... And it could be one of those things, too, where you start with that. And then if you decide, oh, I do like it, you, mm-hmm. you know the history. Yeah. You just go back and read it yeah. from the beginning. And then I'm really excited because soon that House of Slaughter spinoff story is coming out. And I'm super hyped on that, like so stoked so can't wait i love i love that they're doing that it's like an interesting idea and i think it's a really like cool thing for them to do in this world i have to find a a good place to start that start that (laughs) i can let you borrow any of my issues okay uh so this is department of truth this is issue number 11 this is finishing up our sasquatch story and this is a real downer. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's is a, a huge bummer, but also, like, needed. Because it was just... I mean, we say this every issue that it comes out. Like, this book is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like the way that the stories are told. Like, taking these, like, myths, like, folk tales and conspiracy theories. But, like, making them so that we... I don't know, can follow along with them. Yeah. And I think with this, like the Bigfoot story very specifically, Mm -hmm. it also weaves in that aspect of being outside of the Department of Truth, being Mm -hmm. outside of the Black Hat, just being a regular person, just like so obsessed and caught up in this thing that like you just can't let go no matter what that means, you know? And I think that like that aspect of it was just so humanizing and what that can mean for like everybody around you and i i don't know this the the these bigfoot issues were some of my favorites because i really i really love the diary pages i love the lettering so much and the way the pages turned out and i just love what they had to say there was there was a line in this handwritten letter that i just like i loved some okay i don't know how to live in a world that won't allow room for fantastic things in the shadows i don't have it in me to start from scratch again i just i don't know why i love that line like the the handwritten letter i think is my mm-hmm. i do like the story of course but the handwritten letter is like my favorite i just it was it was done so well and it was so sad 
and so final and I yeah I just I like when they add those little things to the story like, like I said I just felt so human like yeah. everything about this this story has just felt so otherworldly mm-hmm. even like in its groundedness to like the human world and like everything the real world I guess that is what right. I'll say but just like having like I said having somebody who's just been so caught up in this where they can't they can't see past it like mm-hmm. they can't see past it and even then like and they wild. know like it's it's wild but they just can't they don't want to stop well and it's also like that line you read it's mm-hmm. just all about like i don't know like i think one of the most important things is just taking in everything around you and being able to take in those fantastical things mm-hmm. and just like i think with this it's different <laughs> obviously because I, I mean, Bigfoot could exist. What the fuck do I know? It's a big, big world. Well, yeah. And humans just... have not traversed all of it. That's that, I think that's why I did like that line so much, is there's just so much we don't know, and there's so much that, like, why why can't that exist? Why can't that? Megalodons I, were real at one point, and that have, seems... I mean, you've seen the shit in the bottom of the ocean. Like, mm. like there's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are so many things that are unexplored, and there's so much, and I think... I guess the, the part of that, like, handwritten story in that is just, like, you can't, like, give up your imagination either. Like, you can't let anyone, like, ground you so seriously where you can't allow yourself to think outside of, mm-hmm. you know, everything else. Don't stop questioning just because it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's really good. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. Um... Uh, I have V.E. Schwab's, I almost started reading that back title again, but that's not it. Um, Extraordinary. This is issue number two. Um, I have not read this one yet because I just finished the first one. Um, But basically what it is, is this girl survives a near-death experience, and because of that, she can see how people are going to die. Um, That's just the basis. I'm not sure, obviously, what's happening in this one, like how that story how her power is evolving in this story, but that's that's basically what this is about. It's just following one girl who has extraordinary powers. <laughs> Man, dude, we've been talking a lot. My, I know. My, my, throat, my throat is, like, going. Mm-hmm. We don't have too much here. Ooh. Not used to talking this much, surprisingly. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's very shocking. I mean, we've been talking for, like, two hours, two hours straight mm-hmm. almost. Uh, okay, so this is Batman uh, Reptilian. Yeah. This is issue number two. So there is a big fucking monster going around Gotham destroying bad guys. And Batman's just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. He's like, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, basically like, let me beat you up because you're already dying. Tell me. He's got that like map on his wall. Like, no, tell me who did this. Is it one of my children? Uh, but no, yeah. Too big. I, I think, I mean, I understand what's going on. I, I feel like I per, like traversed this a lot better than I did the first one. But Liam Sharp's art is so good. That's, fantastic, yeah. Honestly, like I don't even know if I'd ever if I ever want to read the words for any of the rest of them or just like take it in. And it's like weird because all the colors are very dark. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard, but just so fucking good, dude. Just so good. No like who are these artists? How do they do this? Give me your powers. Who did you kill? Let's let's talk about Les Craig now. This is yeah. No, this is Deadly Class. This is issue what forty seven. This is this from more than two weeks ago, or what did this come out two weeks ago? 
I feel like this, this one was, was from longer. Yeah, I think this was like two or three weeks ago. Okay. Because, yeah, we didn't get enough copies or they were damaged. Right, um, that's right. So this is, uh, this takes place in the year 2001. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this story arc has hopped back and forth through time. And this issue focuses on one of my absolute favorite characters. I know I know, I love Marcus, but Saya is my favorite character mm-hmm. in all of Deadly Class. I love her so much. Uh, she's one of, I think, the most powerful people I've ever seen in a book. But not everything is seemingly going her way. No, um, it's like where, <laughs> where she's at following the events of that cult raid out in yeah. the woods. Just like where she went after yeah, all these yeah. things. How, how she dealt with it. Uh, yeah, it's, and just everything in general yeah. that she dealt with. It's hard to talk about deadly class, especially this like deep in. I think um, I. It's weird because this story has just been so gradually like chugging away, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like this story arc feels like with the way it's jumping. Like I don't know. I know. I know. Rick Remender. Like I said earlier, last week, this week for comics. He does a great job of finishing books. Mm-hmm. He always finishes the book, which is why I usually pick up his books, because I know they'll end. I know there'll be a satisfying ending. And this almost feels like it's kind of getting into that last leg of, like, we're going to find out, like, where people went, where where they're at now, and then we're going to take off from there. I, my only thing that I'm, like, questioning is, like, what what could he do that would be... Like, because it's not going to be a happy ending. I mean, it, it can't be. Right. We've so had like, this conversation yeah. countless times about so this So, like, book, what yeah. could he do that would, like, have an impact on us? Like, in Saga, when my favorite dude got his head ripped off. That was shocking to me, even though I knew that he eventually was going to die. But seeing it and having that connection with him was, like, it bummed me out. But in here, you know that, like, not everyone's going to be alive and you're expecting it. And it's like when it happens, like it'll, we've just been this whole time waiting for it. So what could he do? Who could he kill? And how would he do it? That would actually shock us. I don't know if it would be shocking, but like what would be, I mean, I guess it would be shocking, but I think the most satisfying thing for me to do is to have him, like have Saya kill Marcus basically. Right. But even then, like we would expect it. I don't know if I would expect that. Like, in the way the story's, like, played out. And, like, even within this issue, like, what happens at the end here. Because it's one of those things, like, their relationship has always been oddly balanced. Right. Even when they're always at, like, odds, dating other people. It's still, like, they're in this zone of, like, back and forth. But they've always been willing to help each other in whatever way. Mm -hmm. And I think she is given way more to Marcus than he has given to her necessarily. Right, he's probably only given her chlamydia, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just don't I don't think their relationship is fair and I think I don't know. I don't know if Marcus will ever learn a lesson even in death, obviously, but I'm I guess we'll see. I guess say I'm interested. I'm well, curious. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested and I am curious to see how it's going to end, but I was just thinking like he could have Saya kill Marcus, and I'd be like, all right. He could have Marcus kill Saya, and I'd be like, all right. Yeah, no. Like, like, I don't know what he could do where I I would just be like, oh, damn, dude, that's sick. 
And that's, I know I don't need that kind of reaction for like one of the last stories, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I want. Yeah. And I think you're on the right beat too, because at this point in the like issues and in the story itself, we've gotten Mm -hmm. a lot. We've gotten little, all the little twists and turns. Mm -hmm. Like each story arc has been very different in whatever way, or he's thrown in whatever aspects bringing in a whole new class of kids Mm -hmm. like he's done all of these things so yeah it is like where does the story go from the point we saw it to now like after this like where where do we go even like i'm interested in the next several issues because or at least usually does what five parts Mm -hmm. uh four or fives i i don't know like I like the time jump thing. I like this aspect of it because I do like getting these bits and pieces. But yeah. I don't want to go back. No. I don't want to see the in-between now. Because it's not relevant. Yeah. It doesn't matter to what's happening to where he's brought us here. Mm-hmm. I think... So what I want... <laughs> how I want this to end is, you know, if... I guess if we're operating under, under the opinion that, like, one of them is going to have to die because... That's, of course, you know, why wouldn't it? I would... Or is Maria still alive? I guess that is one part of the story that we haven't gotten yet. All right, I'm just going to zip it for now. We'll just get back to it. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about this one. Um, this is, if you can see, it's kind of dark. Amazing Fantasy, this is issue number one. Um, I just special ordered this because I was like, hmm, why not? Um, it's just, you know, different tellings i guess of uh, captain america spider-man and black widow i don't it's they all when they die this is what happens after they die so it's just yeah. it's all right like it's it's it was a lot of fun i think i like captain america's story the best um just because it's fucking it's totally captain america he writes a dragon like that's sick um not a dragon there's just a dragon in the story he writes a, a lion with wings there's just, it's it's a lot of fantasy it's a Marvel fantasy. It's amazing. <laughs> That's all. Uh, okay. Uh, I have Beta Ray Bill. This is issue number five. Um, this did get me a little, a little teary eyed. Not like super weepy, but I really this last. This was last issue of mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, very satisfying. So um, satisfying. <laughs> That's. Uh, I don't. I don't want to talk about it very much. I just think, I just think that Daniel Warren Johnson is very good at telling a story, no matter like where it is, kind of based. I think that he puts in an aspect of like a, a fun time, and also something that's like also very real to everybody and very relevant. And I think, especially with Beta Ray Bill and this story, kind of just being about the way you view yourself and. W- how you may look to others or whatever might be grotesque is just how that kind of eats away at yourself and what lengths you'll go to. Um, I just, I loved it. I think it's really good. I love the art. I love the story. Um, I, this issue was just full of like really great action and like I said, it just really brought you back around to really feeling like, really feeling the depth of like what it means to just be. I, 
I didn't couldn't remember if I'd ever seen what Daniel Warren Johnson looked like. Oh, I, I just saw what he looked like today. Yeah. Um, in my head, please mock me all you want for this. In my head, he looked like the main character from Murder Falcon. No, that's I don't know why. That's where my brain also went. Okay, I'm so because that's like all I could think about. And I looked him up just now and you know, Chicago-based comic writer, he looks like a Chicago-based comic writer. Yeah, no, he I He is what I expected, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, no, it was, he's in the back of a Skybound X issue mm-hmm. number three with the Murder Falcon thing. And that's I, why I made that face when you were talking about it, because I was like, that's not what he looks like. He can't look like the yeah, character no, from I Murder was, Falcon. I was just like, oh, I don't know why. There have been many comic book artists I have imagined like that, and I think it might have something to do with, like, their icons on, like, that could be online sites and or, like, you know, reading Murder Falcon or X book for so long and just associating, like, these characters with like that these, could be it, like yeah. people i think your brain kind of warps itself into being like oh this is definitely what this dude looks like that's so funny that we both <laughs> thought that that it just was like an automatic thing and we accepted that for truth Ooh, yeah that's yeah. hilarious i love it i i really do think that's like something especially about like i don't know, comic book creators but like artists in general it, i think it's one of those things where you're just like oh this is what this person looks like and then when you get a look you're just like oh shit this is not what i expected but also <laughs> what i expected yeah yeah i feel like there's somebody there's another artist recently that was like that where i was like that that is not what i imagined you looking like i'm like, gonna have how? to start looking up every single <laughs> comic writer and artist now just to make sure all right, we got our last book. It's the last one. We've done it. Uh, so now we have The Eternals. This is issue number six. It's really dark in here. We've gone too late. Yep. That's what it means. Um, this is the end of this story arc. Mm-hmm. I like this book a lot. I like it a lot, too. This, you find out why they're eternal and the repercussions yeah. for their eternal life. Yeah. Um, it's so good. It is so good. And I don't I, know why. I mean, like, I didn't think that it wouldn't be, but I, I mean... I no, I feel that st- sentiment because I, it's not like I didn't think that it was going to be good because it's Kieran, mm-hmm. it's Asad Ribic, it's Matthew Wilson. It's of course going to be like enjoyable, right? It's like just it's like a you've got a really great writer, you got like a really great artist, you've got a really great colorist. But I think for me, when I went into it, it was more so like I don't really know these characters. Yeah, I knew Icarus, so, and that was like it. So it's just like, am I going? Why? Why would I have any? care like what am i gonna take out of this mm-hmm. that like i will i wouldn't take out of another book but yeah i i did really like i really like thanos like i really it's weird to be like i really like thanos yeah. and how he's written and like the things that are going through his mind i i do the man karen gillen dude we need to stop talking about blessed <laughs> artists and how fortunate we are to have them because i am feeling like bloated with feelings today <laughs> and it's because of all these blessings yeah he's just fantastic I, I i agree with what you said about thanos because i was just his dialogue mm-hmm. i think yeah his feelings the way that he does things it's just it's so good and the faces the facial expressions yeah. aside, dude get out of my face yeah i know it it's and then there's that thanos one shot that they're doing mm-hmm. here in a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah i I don't think you have to know anything about the Eternals to read this book. You can just kind of like blind, like I did, just where you did, just blindly, yeah, just say, like stumble straight into yeah, it. Yeah, the only thing that I knew was they died in an, an issue of Avengers that I read. That's it. That's that's like all I knew. But you put that team on anything, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll read it. You could put them on My Little Pony, and I would read it. <laughs> 
damn, that would be a wild, a wild My Little Pony issue. I am an unapologetic Kieran Gillen fan. I'm a fangirl. I am. I'm. I. I stand him. Is that what they say? I, I am stand thir- Kieran I'm, Gillen. I'm 34 years old. I am the wrong person to be asking. That's this. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, so we did it. We actually recorded two weeks worth of shit today. So we hope you enjoyed this. If you're listening, we appreciate you listening to us. I, I honestly, I can't thank you enough. I feel like we talking to the void. We've been talking into the void for three years, but you're here. We're talking to the void right now. Yeah. There's no one watching <laughs> us except for us. Uh, but thank you. Uh, it really does truly mean a lot. And whenever somebody kind of says something to us outside of the podcast, it, it is truly like nice to hear that people care about shit we say, even when it's dumb shit, even when it's about comics. Thank you. Um, I do. I um, I feel very fortunate to uh, have to be recognized for <laughs> just being who I am. Just you know, the recognition is really what keeps me going. The adoration, really. You know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it, it really does mean a lot, uh, either way. Uh, so I can't, I literally can't talk anymore. My mouth is, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm dry. Um, Go support your local comic book shops. It's super important. We're dealing with COVID again. Please Please wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Be safe. Wash your hands. Be just like a decent human being to other people. Stay out of their fucking space, man. Pandemic or not, get out of people's faces. Uh, that's it. I don't have anything else. Support your local libraries. We Just love. Be careful. Love, yeah. love each other. Love each other. Be good to your friends. Be That's good it. to everybody. Uh, we will see you on the flappity floopity floop. And exit frame. <laughs> and I cannot. Oh. This stack of comics is so <laughs> too intense.